Wake up! Good morning, family. It's time to rise and shine and wake up to your potential. I'm actor, speaker, dream maker, coach, Ben Curtis. And I'm Daniel Tuttle, Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, Intuitive Healer, and Transformational Speaker. We are your hosts here on Wake Up Wednesday, your box-breaking, courage-creating, inspiration-making podcast about choosing to live your best life and waking up to your potential. What magic did you truly be? Has been asleep, and if you decided to wake up from, would change your reality forever. Let's find out. Hello. Good morning. Oh, Benjamin, have I missed you, my friend? I have missed you. I have missed you. Oh, darling. Darling, I've missed you, sweetie. I've missed you. Where have you been? Where have you been? Where have you been? Locked in South America somewhere. I feel like AbFab right now. We have to go shopping immediately. (laughs) Immediately, darling. Let's go. Oh, my God. I've never thought about going shopping with you. Oh, wow. I just got really excited. Well, <laughs> I think about you shopping a lot. I think about me shopping sometimes, but you're I haven't for actually a treat. thought about us shopping together. You're in for a treat. One of my best shopping buddies, Irina, is joining us today. Oh, he my likes... God. Hey, you know, in you New know York what? City, I used to have, I was so into fashion. Like, I had custom-made outfits for myself at one point. Wow. Just, like, deep, deep in it. That's awesome. Um. I can see that side of you. I can see that, like, um, that showman side of you. Like, you know what? I'm going to get my swag on, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm going to have my signature style. And, you know, exactly. were you, did you have this signature style that some people were like, what are you? What are you? What a are you doing? Bit, yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> it was, like, half modeled off the Renaissance and half, like, Tyler Durden. That's Pike exactly Club. what I pictured. I just spilled coffee all over myself. <laughs> oh my god. That's a good thing. Exactly. That's like um what do you call it? Like um baptism. Oh exactly. Good morning, Tess. Baptized. Good morning, Jason. Oh, so good to see you all. My so god. great to see you all. Welcome. So happy I New Year of the world. The oh yeah. yeah. Happy New Year. Good happy Lord. New Year. You were in Bali for a while. I um, was in Bali for a few months. I went to yep. Tennessee, which is kind of like foreign country sometimes. <laughs> Washington, and then uh-huh. got snowed in. A little car accident. Spent a lot of time with family. Came back, um, and then went to Mexico, Cancun, Tulum, and Nosara, Costa Rica, where I'm going to be bringing many of you who are listening, including you, Daniel. Absolutely, retreats there. Some of my favorite places, actually. And I just loved the culture and I was so, I was around so many people and mm-hmm. so much community and to the point, you know, it, it really started with our retreat, Balance Guitar in Costa Rica. This is our 10th annual one and it was not going to happen. There was not enough people and um, I just kept standing for it. And And in the last week, four people came. So we had this group of like 14 people and or 12 13 people and it was just amazing magnetic electric creative we had a healing tea ceremony we had an eight week old puppy dog there with us wow um, there's all, all these gifts that came from this group and 
you know, I actually decided not to do well, we tried to do the podcast a couple of times, but it became more and more clear to me that just being present in this element of community, I hadn't just allowed myself to just be present with all these amazing people. That's awesome. And, and in my life, I've been so, um, you know, technology oriented, which is amazing because we have these tools to bring right. us together. Right. But to actually be in person with people, um, it was it was really powerful. And that, for most of us, most people there, I mean, I've, I've played a lot of shows since then, but I've, I haven't really just sat with the group for, I mean, seven days straight. So for many of us, it was very new, unfamiliar, maybe uncomfortable. And um, but ultimately it became incredibly healing and it forced each one of us to find time on our own. And I was thinking, man, so many of us, like where I live in Rhinebeck, I have to, if I want community, well, I like that. I get to go walk into town and seek it. Um, it's not so remote that I have to drive somewhere to find it. But then the opposite experience happened where I've been living in community, like with people traveling in groups. And so if I wanted alone time, I need to go seek that out. Mm -hmm. And I never even knew I could do that in the past. I was an extreme extrovert and codependent and fed off people's energy. And I didn't know I could take time alone. Right. That felt selfish or unjust in some way. So I'm really been thinking about community and being present and the healing and the power that's come from it. Like Absolutely. even the times I resisted it most, it was so incredibly moving for me on a daily basis. Like no matter what I dealt with, and it, sometimes it was just having a conversation in Spanish with a local in my like broken Spanish for 30 seconds. And I just leave like lit up like, oh, my God, life is suddenly so good. Yeah. That's and, amazing. Um, That's so awesome. Yeah. And, and so I thought so much about you, Daniel. I even, you know, I, I sent you a photo met a local healer who did access bars. And I was like, I'm yes. finally going to receive access bars at the jungle in did Mexico. You, did you have a session with her? I, I did. I had a. 30 so she did a 30 minute deep tissue massage uh, we decided to do like a half and half rather uh -huh. than a full sure. she said you know really to to get the full session of access bars if you don't know about it, it's an incredible type of work that daniel does a healing modality and Irina, who's on here um so i had 30 minutes of it and it reminded me a lot of sort of a cranial sac sacral therapy but i mean mm -hmm. just as soon as this woman touched me the energy that flowed through my body and then the deep relaxation was just, it was very profound and lovely. Yeah, it's very magical. And it's also really, really, you know, one of the whole, um, one of the gifts of access consciousness are all of these body processes. We have like mm -hmm. over 300 body processes in access and access bars happens to be one of them that has, is really, you know, kind of the entry point into access consciousness because what Gary kind of downloaded from the universe, Gary Douglas, who's the founder and also the founder of access bars, what he really kind of downloaded was how incredibly powerful and valuable um, human touch is right mm -hmm. and that there are certain points on our bodies and also on our heads that when just touched touched ever so lightly sometimes what it does is it creates this space for you it creates this space of allowance that may have been something that the one was struggling with you know what i mean and it's amazing an access bar session is like so powerful because you think for a second, okay, so somebody's touching my head, so what, right? 
somebody's touching my head and they're doing these things and so what? Yet, I have to tell you, the thing is, is afterwards you kind of feel this, like all of these, I imagine it like a computer, like your brain is like a computer and you have all these different wires that are crossed, different applications that are open. You know, you look at your computer screen and you have all these files everywhere. An access bar session is like taking all of those little files and those little uh, files and putting them into their 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 place so that you can have you can look at your desktop and there's all this space and it's all you know momentous and 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 and, and possible and ah my god it's definitely one of those things that changed my life so much that i was like yeah i, I want i want more of that mm. so that's why i actually love it and i teach it and i'm really excited actually i'm going to be in new york city and I'm going to be in New York City for nearly a month from June, um, sorry, from February, February 8th until around the end of March, somewhere in there. I'm teaching a lot of classes, almost like, oh, like cool. crazy. And so if anybody is interested in, uh, has any questions about access bars or what it's like, or if you'd like to take a class or have a session, please, please reach out by all means. And, um, you know, Ben, we also need to get you into a, to an access bars class we need to get you and cassie in and um, have the opportunity to experience that for yourself in that setting too so that you can learn it and also offer it to your clients it's something that is such a contribution you know what i mean yeah i'm definitely very very interested in um the whole access consciousness world has been fascinating to me yeah um and what has um so for for anyone who is interested in this how do we find out more well, you can either visit my Instagram page and just send me a DM or on my website is a list of all the classes that I'm doing. The website is theprovocativeintuitive.com. All the classes that I'm doing, we haven't, I haven't actually uh, landed on an exact date, an exact time for that class. I'm going to be doing a um, opening your heart soul make workshop in the West Southampton on the 13th of February. And then I'm doing an access consciousness foundation class, which is the runner up to the access bars, the big shebang that's happening on the president's day weekend. Um, but there will be an access bars class. I don't know exactly when, but if you're interested, just reach out and we will, we'll direct you in the, in the lightest way possible for sure. Awesome. Yeah. And then I, I was community. Do you want to speak to that um, before? Yeah, perfect. I'm so happy that you said that because I was listening to you speak. And then, of course, I'm listening to you speak and I'm thinking about community for myself. And, and you know, having lived here in Mexico for a year and a half and having my business and all of my um, my community has been online. Right. And my community has really, really been virtual and it's been online for since the pandemic. So going on nearly three years now um, and I'm hearing you talk about this and I'm thinking, wow, you know, what will it take to I'm really looking forward to these foundation classes that I'm doing in New York because they are going to be in person. They have to be in person. And um, one of the things that I'm looking forward to in this year, in 2023, is really creating and building so much more community in person, like you talked about, I, I have a, as you know, I have a huge community of students that I've been cultivating in China for the last uh, six to nine months, also over the last couple of years, but it's grown so exponentially in the last couple of months that, and now that China is opening up their borders and all that kind of stuff and releasing restrictions, we're actually looking at doing a huge retreat in Dali, Dali, China, which is 
So they tell me it's kind of like the Hawaii of South China. So we're going to look to do that in um, August. So I'm really looking forward to really getting out there and meeting you and meeting people and, and, and hugging them. You know, I saw that you met one of our, um, our pandemic buddies uh, in Tulum, right? And um, it was so great to see you guys actually physically connect and, and hug each other. And I was like, oh God, I want to hug Ben. <laughs> I want to see oh, you. Yeah. So I think that that, I think that that is happening. Ah, Bonnie mm -hmm. Foundation is a game changer. Absolutely. Found, um, Albania took foundation last year with me. It is a game changer. You're right, Albania. Thank you for, for sharing that. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, I'm so excited about that. And yeah, the, the virtual, you know, we've, you talked about the power of this virtual thing and I had, um, a dear, I have a dear friend, John Trant, who you're referring to. And for 18 months, we did a live series on Instagram called divine masculine Monday. So every Monday we talk about transmuting the toxin towards divine and how we can awaken the divine in each of us yep. and we got to have talks all over the world and travel and get close and then he moved to tulum and he decided being in person with people was so much more important to him and he needed a break from the yeah. technology and it was energetically like this kind of a time to move on but to get to i mean i ended up getting to not only hug him but do sunrise yoga with him on the beach and then do ecstatic dance at sunset with him on the beach and meet his community and suddenly I, it was just I've started to notice wherever Cassie and I go we create community mm -hmm. right? I always have it like we're gonna be alone and uh you know it's I forget that like we we make friends everywhere we go and we run into old souls too so you know, if we're open to community, right? I really find that it can be one of the most healing, powerful things because we literally can be creators of that. Like the thing we're missing, like if we're missing a dance community in a certain town, right? Like we can create that. Absolutely. I just saw all it happening. I've been resistant to having an in-person men's circle here in Rhinebeck. Mm -hmm. um, the only resistance was, you know, just literally probably uh from being isolated for so long like bringing people it was weird i didn't even know why i had resistance it was it i think it felt easy to do it virtually right it's more vulnerable in person in some way but when i was in tulum i was walking through the jungle and i just saw this fire and this little chalkboard and it said like weekly men's circle on it and suddenly the whole thing all my resistance just disappeared it's mm. like, oh it's this easy Mm -hmm. just, just create it yeah let go you don't have to have anything else figured out yeah just You're invite right. people and as soon as i came back i started meeting all the like running back into reconnecting with all these men who are who are feeling really isolated as dads like their wives are out thriving and they're at home with their kids and and i'm sure there's a lot of people who are feeling isolated now and how to create community and yep. it, it just i saw us all together i was like wow i the vision and the gift was I get to be the, sorry for that sound. I get to be the one that creates it. Yes. I get to be the one that causes it. Yes, and you do. Just all I have to do is invite people. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. And, you know, I think also we we neglect the fact that, I mean, I, for me, I'm totally speaking for myself, I think of community and I think of something that is really kind of like, let's say, outside of me, right? 
and I look at it as, oh, a community means, you know, um, that you have to constantly be involved in these other activities with people and you have to, you know, there's an expectation that this is going to happen and that is going to happen. And I have to be honest with you, you know, um, living in New York for 26 years and calling New York my home, I had, I had so many different communities, right? For, for 26 years, I had, I had so many different communities, different, different packets of people that were, were like family to me. And, um, and I don't have much of any of that now. I have a very small community here in Mexico of people that I certainly, certainly love and I certainly nurture and foster. Um, but I've also noticed that during the pandemic, I got really, really, really comfortable with uh, keeping people at a distance, right? And kind of realizing, wow, you know what? Um, I, I often looked at the fact that I felt obligated to be a part of so many things when I lived in New York, right? It's like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday or, oh, it's so-and-so's event. I, I had this point of view and this interesting point of view that I had to be um, locked in and tied to doing those things and being with those people. And one of the things that I have learned, not that I didn't want to, you understand, but I'm also, I also very much value my own time and my own, um, my relationship with myself. So oftentimes I would sacrifice my relationship with myself in order to be a part of community or make other people happy or to, to do the right thing, to show up. And, and what I, I've learned now is like, that is such a part of the ego, really feeling obligated to be a part of something, to do something that now I'm really, I've worked so much on myself about all of those things that I'm truly excited about being an invitation for creating something else, for creating community that is completely in allowance and completely in flow of everyone and everything that, um, that you need or that I need or that the person needs. And what if we could actually take what we've learned for the last two and a half, three years from the pandemic and actually began to incorporate it into our physical life and our physical existence as we do begin to create community? That's something that I'm asking. And also, you know, where are we creating community just in order or in a space to fill a lack? or fill a void. And what if it wasn't about filling a void, but it was about creating something, right? I One of the, my favorite things about the word community is it includes the word unity. And when we're true community, we're truly in unity, right? But how many communities have we been involved in, especially like, you know, church organizations or all this where it's like, oh, those are the Joneses. And those are the, you know, the, the rows. And there's all these different groups that gravitate towards different people and there's separation and there's fragmentation in that. So what if there wasn't fragmentation or, or whatever and just, again, a simple state of allowance for everybody to have those communities and for us to be a part of whatever ones feel like, whatever is creating for us, you know? Like this is a community, you know, I think, I think we also want to look at that too. Like, like this is definitely a community. Many, many of you have been so supportive and so loving on our journey. You show up every week and, and you ask great, great questions and your questions create the space for us to have a greater possibility or to think in a different way and whatever. And, you know, I think 
I think it's such a great microcosm for the big picture. It's a, a great microcosm for looking at, oh, well, what if our community really was there to support each other and to, um, to learn from each other, to benefit from each other, to grow from each other, and to create from that, you know? Yes, 1,000%. Yeah. And so what are some of the ways you, like, what are the tools you use to create community? What What are the communities you go to? Um, do you have any communities for support when you need them? Yeah, it's a great question, actually. It's something that I've been asking a lot, um, you know, how to foster. I'm, I am, as you know, always the person that is leading the community mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah, and uh, somebody said something to me recently the other day i said yeah we were talking about meditation i said yeah i meditate every day and they go they stopped me and they go no you lead a meditation every day and i was like excuse me <laughs> and they're like you lead a meditation every day but when you're leading a meditation you're not truly in meditation i was like hmm, well that's an interesting point of view um and i really had to think about it and sit with it and whatever obviously i do a lot of uh, a lot of things on my own in in other different communities as well that i'm not a leader of that i actually receive from so i think it's important to look at where you do receive and for me, creating a community is the space in which I feel safe to receive, not only just to gift, but to receive. Like, what does it mean to um, to just be so connected to somebody? You know, when you're so connected to somebody that they reach out to you and you're like, how did you know that I needed to hear from you? That, to me, is true community, where, where the connection is beyond the five senses, where the connection is really, um, it's really more spiritual. It's more um, elevated. It's more... Um, tapped into something that is outside of ourselves so to speak so when i look for community i look for community that is like-minded like-hearted that is um, always i I, it's really important that that the people that i surround myself with are actively working on themselves that no matter where you are at i don't care if you're the grandest master of the grandest master or the dalai lama you know that we are working on ourselves and that there is always if we are in this lifetime we are working on ourselves because you know what i find is when we bring people together in that space of community as they're working on themselves i'm also inspired to be like oh my god i need to look at that aspect of my life that i haven't even been able to look at yet right Mm. Yeah. So I think for me, I, I think those are definitely some of the elements. I think, you know, uh, the, your question really, really um, pinged me because I, I, I don't think that I have really sat and thought about that. Like I haven't sat and thought about what it, it, what is required for me to feel like I have a community or that I want to be a part of a community. And it's definitely that. It is definitely the space in which I feel safe to receive. It's easy for me to give. And probably for most of you, it's probably very easy for you to give. But the space that I feel comfortable, that I feel happy to receive. Mm, yeah. And what if we could be comfortable and and start to allow ourselves just to be held and supported? And what if there's community all around us just waiting to like wrap us up in its arms? Right. But we're still avoiding it because we need it to look a different way. Absolutely. And... I've been connecting with this gentleman actually on Instagram, and he is a gay men's coach. And he's a gay men's coach. I believe he's in either the UK or, or Australia or something. And he's a rugby player, right? And so he has this um, 
and he has a beautiful relationship with his partner and he has like a hundred thousand followers and he's always asking these really really probing questions about gay community and all that kind of stuff and i have to be honest with you it's not something that i've ever actually even though i happen to um happen to be gay i don't necessarily prescribe to being a part of a gay community or a community uh that is let's say identified by something that is outside of me right and meaning and what i mean by that are the choices that i make instead of the choices that i am seeking and um one of the things that he asked the other day that was so probing to me is he said what are some of the changes that you would you think we, we could see in the gay community. And I thought, well, what if we, it wasn't about all these labels, right? All these labels and labels and labels. And, you know, within the gay community, you have got the bears and you've got the tweets and you've got the, the, this and the, that, and the, this and the, that. And why, why do you need all of that? Why don't, what, what if, if there was just a sense of, of acknowledgement that we are all, we are all a part of the same, you know, the same flow, the same energy, the same light, the same source, the same universe. I'm definitely, definitely more inspired and excited about creating community that is without judgment, like with it's without borders. It is without uh, definition or form or structure and just really, truly about energy, you know? is really resonating and i think there's so many um you know even i remember when i was trying to find my sexuality and um trying to figure out which box i fed into i think i told the story here last season but um you know i didn't know if i was like bisexual or maybe gay just because i was attracted to men also and so mm -hmm. i felt like and every woman or every gay man like oh you're gonna be gay don't worry you know i thought i was straight when you're when I was your age, I was like, this is really confusing. Yeah. Cause I also really love women a lot. So it right. was like, um, it was just very confusing. And a friend once said like, what if, uh, what if you were just Ben? Exactly. You know, I love that. And exactly. I realized the more I allow, I started noticing the labels and taking them off. I'm like, wow, I'm attracted to so many different kinds of people. And being in New York was really an exciting place to like practice and play with that because there's so many different kinds of people there. Completely. Um, and I just allowed myself to be that. And, you know, it was in that space that I met my wife. Mm -hmm. And we still to this day will be walking, you know, through all these beautiful beach towns and like just admiring people. And, and the yeah. really beautiful thing that doesn't have to mean anything about our relationship. Yeah. And also, I realized being around straight men scared me. Like, a, I'd say like real alpha dudes. Sure. Um, for I some didn't reason, it that. didn't feel safe. Mm -hmm. And so now I invite them into my podcast. I invite them into my circle. Um, half of the men in my, at least half of the men in my community are queer, really. And, um, and so I just decided, like, so I created this thing, Dude School. And yeah it's so awesome launching it now it starts on monday oh and it's God. gonna be a whole school on us to appropriate dude like dude is a term of endearment and love beyond gender and that men can start to really feel like they can flex whatever muscle they are and still be a man and learn how to be safe and reprogram all the stuff we've been taught that we need yeah. to fit in box just because we might have uh, a different set of organs between our legs 
Sure. Right. And so there's so many, um, or not, right. If we identify as a man, whatever organs we have. Right. Um, but like just starting to destroy these lies. And I found that, you know, I had to create a men's group in order to deal with my own stuff in order for these men to be like, yo dude, like the week my dad died and they're like, uh, uh-uh. like you're no, 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 you're, you need to chill out. We got you this week. Right. And it, right. and it suddenly shifted that, Oh, you know, receiving can be really uncomfortable Absolutely. and to be the center of attention on stage or on camera. Right. I have lots of training in that. Correct. But to just be in a room and, and be seen, right. To mm-hmm. just be, to just receive love. Right. From a lot exactly. of men. Right. And practice that until it becomes normalized in our culture. Yeah. Um, I hugged almost every man I met while I traveled, whether, no matter where they were from. And, um, and I noticed as I traveled in other cultures, there's less issues with space and affection and physicality and touch in other cultures, often the ones we most judge mm-hmm. in our beautiful, privileged American culture. Right. We really actually are disconnected from people and the pandemic also. So there's a really, I, I believe there's an incredible, for me, 2023 is a year of team. Of course. Connection, and I'm all about like reconnecting and practicing being seen and, and bring our ideas to community and see how they grow. Like as soon as we get together on this podcast, like I just, I get so lit up being with you. The like, energy right. of inviting someone else into our space can be just unbelievably renewable and resourceful. Yeah. And so I, I want to challenge anyone listening to like, or maybe not even challenge just to look and listen where you may be resisting community Yeah, where it could just be, you know, it'll maybe, maybe take less energy just to say yes and receive that <laughs> than it is to continue resisting it. Like, is yeah. there anywhere in our life where we're still resisting that? It's an invitation. You know what I mean, yeah. Ben? It's really an invitation. It's not a challenge. It's an invitation. It's an invitation to um, expand, expand our network, to expand our light, to expand our awareness, to expand our, our, our energy. And that's definitely, definitely what I, I am so, so inspired by in this conversation today is where can I do that in my life and what is available to me that I've never considered before. Mm-hmm. Well, I, um, if for those of you who don't know, Daniel's going to be a guest speaker at Dude School, one of these That's upcoming right. months. So Daniel, you'll get to experience this community with us, and um, I'm also going to be creating community for, um, really the corporate world. So there's uh-huh. a school people can graduate to the grad to the grad level program. So I have uh-huh. baptized in each topic from Dude School, and then. There's the Dude Pro, which is like the professional uh, part of the school I have, which is all corporate wellness and um, how to apply this into our, our work life and how to bring community and healing and mindfulness into our work life so that we wow. can grow, work in team, um, create renewable energy together, right? Wow, that's amazing. And so um, I'm really excited that you're going to be a part of it. And if there's anyone who's listening, um, 
it doesn't matter what gender you are. If you're interested in dude school, please reach out to me because there are programs available now for, okay. for all genders. And then if you have a man in your life or someone who relates, identifies as a man that you know could use connection or seeking connection or empowerment, right? Just sharpen your tools. Please, please, please send them my way. The best way you can contribute is to share this conversation, to share that there's men in the world like a gay men's coach. That sounds awesome. I would have beat this guy. <laughs> He's amazing. Um, I wouldn't know about that if we're not talking about these things, right? So right. whatever, as soon as we share about the things that most frighten us, this challenges, it, we become set free. And I really right. believe that it's through community that we can heal, grow, and change the world together. Mm -hmm. And Daniel, it's in your presence and everyone who's listening, it's whether live or, or on the podcast, it's in your presence and your listening that I really get filled up. And I'm so grateful for you and this community and Thank this you. podcast. Thank you so much, Ben. Likewise, likewise. And, and how does it get even better, right? What else can we learn and, from each other and, and grow? So thank yes. you guys for being a part of our community. Ben and I are incredibly grateful and incredibly honored. And we look forward to more magic with you guys. And hopefully we get to meet you in person one day soon, one day soon. Yeah, I'm creating it. I'm creating it. I'm going to be having retreats in Costa Rica very, very soon. Um, the other thing, I just want to make a very clear invitation for anyone who's listening. Dude School starts this come Monday in five days, six days. So if you're interested, please reach out to me schedule calls, send me a DM. I will personally connect you, share all the information and get you and where you need to be to set up this program. It's 12 weeks. It's just a season. It's less than a thousand dollars. And it's all about creating community, accountability, empowerment, growth, and healing. Let's say it's less than a thousand dollars, but more than you could ever imagine receiving. <laughs> so be willing. The value to... is yeah is unbelievable the value and, is unbelievable and then is this month turned over because today is the first day of february it's black history month yes. it's a full moon coming yeah um there's a lot to celebrate be grateful for mm -hmm. honor and yep. uh daniel tuttle's coming to new york so everyone daniel clear Tuttle's your calendars get ready that's right guys i can't wait i can't wait to hug you I can't wait to hug you, finally. <laughs> Guys, thank you for everything, Ben. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Yes, thank you all. Thank you so much, Ben.